Hello and welcome back to the SSFF pod. My name's Craig Turner and how are you all doing? I hope you all had a great game week this week. Um, we're now on game week 17. So one third of the season is done. We're getting there nice and steady and nice and slowly. So hope you all enjoy it. I hope you're all keeping up with this as well because um, we're now getting into the business end of, the, of fantasy football in a way with Christmas fixtures coming up in the next couple of weeks. That's where we'll have have a lot of game weeks and a lot of games crammed in to it there's uh, loads of games in the next few weeks coming up and it's ridiculous until the start of january where the fa cup starts and actually a little bit of a fantasy football rest for a week but um it's going to be really busy between now and uh, christmas or uh, new year actually so um yeah that's what we've got to do so um Let's talk about how we got how I got on last week. So, uh, cruising like Tony, the private team that I have, my personal team, scored 130 points, which is okay, I guess. Um, not brilliant compared to what people got in my other, in the league itself, which um, the top scorer in my private league uh, with some friends and colleagues is uh, 171, and I was fifth this week in my fantasy league, so um, not great. Um, starting to lose touch of the leader a little bit, still fitting, sitting fifth in the league uh, on uh, 1,037 points, while the top of the league is on 1,189. So I need to have some good weeks coming up into the new year. Um, and I need this man to have bad weeks. He is an old man and he is really good at fantasy football. He's won my fantasy football league for the last four years, I think it is. And the aim of the league this year for this, for my private team, is for him not to win it. So anyone that could stop him in my league would be fantastic. In the pod team, the pod team scored 118. So um, the top players didn't really perform this week. Um, like Jared Bono scored three. Declan Rice only scored six. Antonio scored three. Reese James is injured. He scored one. Rudiger scored six. They're not, they're not great points, really. Um, for an 11 side, a full 11, compared to Cruising Like Tony, um, the fantasy team, uh, my private team. I had Walker, didn't score me many points, but and nor did Rudiger, he scored me six, but Kielman's got me 15. Um, I put Silver in, which um, which was the last sort of decision I made on Thursday. Uh, Harry Kane I put in as well, scored four, so he didn't score many points anyway. He only scored four because of the fact that he didn't play on Sunday. Uh, Salah got me 46, Jamie Vardy got me 17, Gallagher didn't really do great. Rafinha scored 15 in one game. And Tiedemann didn't play. So, you know, if they were all there, they could have all scored me some lovely points, really. So, um, yeah, it is what it is. Um, I was reasonably happy to have 130. Uh, 140 would have been better. That means I would have averaged about 70 points a week or every that for the weekend and for the midweek. But it wasn't meant to be. Uh, in terms of top point score of the week was... Um, Baines on toast with 255 points and top point score overall is Big Verge is back with 1,403 points. So there's a lot of points to play for that week. Um, as you can see, 255 is massive and it could that's a game changing if they're in private leagues and that's game changing in terms of where they probably are in the league and they're probably leading their league as well now. Uh, in terms of point, top point scorers for the game week, so I gave you a little bit of a midweek update. So this is how the, the game week finished overall. 
So top point scorer was Madison. He got 32 points. Um, you also had Jota in second, scoring 24 points. Um, you also had... Sorry, I'm just looking at last week's one, uh, the midweek one. So uh, Madison, only 7.9 um, people have him in the side. That's gone up from um, the weekend, so more people have put him in. In terms of Jota, he scored 24, um, 9.29% have him in. Uh, that's gone up by 1% in terms of people having them in his fancy to- in their fancy fight. Salah got 23 points, um, and 60, 61% of fancy football players have him in the side. So pretty much everyone's got Salah in the side, and the 40% that don't have him, what are they doing? What are they doing? They're not playing. That's what they're doing. Um, Mesla from Leeds got 20 points, uh, 2.5% have him in their side. And Robertson for Liverpool, 20 points and 2.64% of the population of fancy will have them in this side. So a little bit of a change from last, uh, from midweek. So no Gudawan and no Van, uh, did I say Van Dyke? Yes. No, I didn't. Uh, did I say Van Dyke? Uh, no, I didn't. Van Dyke's gone out of it. Um, Vardy went out of it as well, so just shows you what a, a game, a good game week can change. Madison was top at the weekend, and um, he scored uh, 19 points against Watford because he got a goal and assist, a man of the match, and a shot bonus. So he scored big points there. And on uh, midweek against Southampton, he also got a goal, he got a man of the match, and also a shot bonus again, but only scored 13 because he didn't get an assist. So games coming up this week so we have got uh on saturday first game is west ham versus liverpool uh, sorry not liverpool chelsea sorry they've played them uh so a little bit of a london derby on saturday more uh, saturday afternoon at, at 12 30 then three o'clock kickoffs you got wolves against liverpool you got southampton against Bar- brighton sorry newcastle versus burnley and then the five day kickoff on saturday is watford against chelsea then on Sunday, you've got Spurs versus Norwich at 2, Man United against Palace at 2, and Leeds versus Brentford at 2. And then the 4.30 kickoff is Villa against Leicester. And then on Monday night, you have Everton against Arsenal. So, there's, um, you've got three games to pick, three sort of um, days to pick from in terms of captains. Um, there is a little bit of an interest in all the games, really, in terms of captain choices. So we'll start with the first game, of course, as we do every week. So we'll talk about West Ham versus Chelsea. So um, both have had, well, Chelsea have had a good week considering that they struggled against Watford a little bit to get goals. And they struggled against Man United. Man had loads of chances against Man United, but didn't score any goal. They scored only one on the penalty from Jorginho, who made a mistake for, the, for Man United's goal. West Ham, they haven't won in four. So um, they're, they're struggling a little bit. The form has dipped and they have got some favourable games coming up in the next couple of weeks. But the game against Chelsea, it could be an interesting one. Chelsea will go in with this being favourites. Um, there's a little bit of problems with Antonio in terms of he hasn't scored in five. So his early season form has sort of dipped a little bit. Um, he scored against he scored for Jamaica in the international weekend, but he hasn't scored since uh, end of October. So he's on a bit of a goal drought at the moment. Uh, that might come to an end next week. Um, they've got Norwich. No, they don't. Um, they've got easier games coming up in the next couple of weeks. Um, 
uh, West Ham. But it's a bit of a tricky one. It's um, If you've got Antonio in the side, I'd probably take him out and look at someone else now. Uh, they've got Burnley next, uh, next Sunday. So I would definitely maybe consider about taking Antonio out and maybe putting someone like maybe Ivan Tony in. Um, they've got Watford next week. Um, also, this coming weekend, Brentford have got... Uh, leads so i would go alvin tony if you're going to go striker if you want someone that's going to um potentially get get some points because antonio i can't see him doing anything this weekend i could be wrong he could score who knows but i don't chelsea looks very solid at the back at the moment so it's very precarious west ham in terms of chelsea um they just need a strike and they get Lukaku back up to speed. He's um, played a sub last couple of games, coming as a sub. Um, I, uh, I I took him out on Wednesday, on Thursday and put Kane in, expecting Kane was going to score against Brentford. That wasn't the case, so that was a bit disappointing. Um, and now I'm partly regretting my decision to take Lukaku out. Because I think if I was just being a bit patient, then I should have kept Lukaku in. Because Chelsea have got some favourable fixtures the next couple of weeks. They've got Leeds next week. And then they've got midweek game against Everton, who are really poor at the moment. Who knows? I might have any manager by that point. Uh, and then on the week before Christmas, they have got Wolves. Uh, maybe I'm right in taking them out. I think Spurs have got more favourable games, actually, looking at the weekend coming across going ahead next few weeks because we've got Norwich uh, this weekend. I'll talk about that in a bit. And Brighton. So, yeah, maybe I was right with Kane. So, hopefully with Conte, he'll be able to spark some life into Kane and get him some goals. But Chelsea, in terms of the goal-scoring point of view, have come from uh, Reese James and defenders more than anything, and Chilwell. So, I said last week um, with Chilwell, Chilwell's out for the season. So, um, if you've got him inside, take him out take away from that now and you're looking at Alonso to put in and looking at Trevor Chalabar to play a lot more now that Chilwell's injured um, and Ch- Ch- Chalabar's getting points as well um, just tricky one captain wise with this one I think if you're going to go captain on this game then definitely look at a Chelsea defender like Reese James possibly might play um, or Jorginho they need Kovacic back just to tick him over um, in terms of the goals up top, if Lukaku plays, then if you have him in the side, then captain him. But I think, of course, we're going to go to three o'clocks now. And the most obvious captain choice is at three o'clock at the Molyneux Stadium. I say the, it's at Molyneux, sorry, not the Molyneux Stadium. Uh, you're looking at Wolves against Liverpool and you're looking at Mo Salah or Sadio Mane or Diego Jota to get you the captain points this week. Because um, Liverpool are scoring goals for fun. They're scoring average of two goals a game um they you know they look dominant they were just playing with um everton uh midweek um salah looked great really banging in some goals and you need to really cash in on the salah points at the moment until uh january until he goes off to the african cup of nations because once him and Mane go they'll be gone for at least two to three weeks you're looking at so um you definitely need to cash in on your points and if you have any african players in your side then you're definitely looking at maybe having to transfer them out um by the end of the by the turn of the year so Definitely keep your salad points on now and put him as captain, of course, going into the weekend. He's he's the most obvious choice. If you've got Mane in as well and Jota, they're all scoring goals. They're all scoring points. Um, Wolves are tricky, though. Wolves, um, 
they play really good football at the moment and um they're a bit they're solid defensively they don't leak goals either problem with Wolves so they don't really score goals either um they struggled against Burnley um which Burnley are a good side and not and Norwich so Wolves need to get back into win and run winning race really because um they've drawn a few games um we should put them up the table with wins and draws. They don't tend to lose, which is a positive. Um, they just and they create chances, but they just don't put them away. Um, I've always said about Jimenez. Jimenez is a good striker. Um, he's had a good month, and we'll talk about that at the end. But in terms of point scoring, he's just uh, he just doesn't do it for me, unfortunately. So maybe just. Go Liverpool. We've got to go Liverpool at the moment. They're probably one of the they are one of the best three sides in the country and Salah is scoring goals for fun and he's top point scorer in fancy football. So you have to go there. Other than that, you're looking at City and City so you have Watford away at the five thirty kickoff. Um you just don't know what time what type of uh, Watford side will sew up. If it's the Watford side play against uh Chelsea, then they're gonna be resolute, strong in the back, really compact and difficult to break down um but if it's man city played away against man united um a few weeks back then they're just going to toy with them and just play put goals for them just for fun it'll be interesting to see what side man city put out because according to pep he has only 16 fit first team players uh, Foden and Grealish were on the bench and they came back midweek. Um, so they might possibly start again this week uh, against Watford. Um, they have got Champions League midweek so and they have qualified. So it will be interesting to see if he puts a strong team out against Watford because, of course, he doesn't want to lose um, points to the teams around him. With Chelsea and Liverpool, if they win, then it's gonna, they will know where they stand after this game. Or when this game kicks off, because they'll know Liverpool goal result and they'll also know the Chelsea result. I'm expecting that De Bruyne will probably play again. Um, I've put Bernardo Silva in the side. So if you haven't put Bernardo Silva in, maybe it's time to put him in. According to Pep, he is the best player in the Premier League in Pep's eyes. So this is coming from a player who was going to leave at the start of the season, wanted to leave at the start of the season. He had a fantastic form a couple of years ago. Probably the player of the season um, for Man City and um, lost his way a little bit last year. And now he's found that season from two years ago. So if you haven't got Bernardo Silva in your side, maybe it's time to look at him and put him in now. He's very cheap. He's 8.7 million, I think he is. So very, very shrewd buy if you want to put that. And also with that being 8.7 million, it might free up some money to put a big name striker in your side or a big name defender. But it's up to you. But um, I've put him in my private side. And I will probably put him in the pod side later on as well. Um, so we're going to go into Sunday games. Um, Spurs place Norwich at 2 o'clock. Oh, um, good win for them last night. This is Friday, by the way. Um, against Brentford last night. It looked good first half. Um Kane just drops off a little bit too deep, they were saying, and didn't have many touches on the ball, but Kane just needs to find his scoring boots again. Um, we, you know, scored for England a few weeks ago and scored many goals, but he just haven't found that form for Spurs. And um, it's good that Son got a goal um, as well. Uh, just needs Kane to score. And with Norwich, that might happen. That might happen. Might give... Um, Kane that impetus to score goals against some of the the lower division, lower players, lower 
teams in the Premier League um, to boost his confidence a little bit going into the winter break. They have got favourable games coming in. So we'll just be seeing how that goes. And Conte will probably like the fact that he's got favourable games going into the Christmas break so that he's not having to stretch too much. He can get his ideas across and there won't be that much... um, uh, There won't be any negativity towards towards him playing that style that he would might against the upper the top teams potentially um also um look at main united against palace um with ralph redneck in charge now there might be a little bit of change in style of play style of system uh i think it seems like he's going to go for balance. So it'll be interesting to see what he, he said today in his press conference. Um, he's going to try and balance the side up, make him a bit more tougher to break down by the sounds of things. So he might go five at the back um, for this game. So maybe Luke Shaw might come back. Dallow played really well last night against Arsenal. So expect him to stay in the side. Um, he he was really unhappy the fact that United are conceding two goals per game at the moment. So... Um, He's really keen on keeping United defensively strong. So it'll be interesting to see the side that he puts out, of course. You've got to look at Ronaldo putting in your side. Um, eighteen goal, uh, 11 goals in 18 games he scored for United this year. He scored two against Arsenal the other night. Um, playing against Palace, who would want to bounce back from their loss against Leeds uh, midweek. Um and struggled um, just to, they're sort of in a Wolves position at the moment, sort of not getting the results they sort of feel they may be deserved, actually. So um, it's a very interesting proposition for Palace. Of course, you've got to have Conor Gallagher in your side. Um, so maybe not make him captain. But for me, I'm going Kane as captain for the Sunday game because he's in my side. Um, also, look at Vardy, of course. You've got to look at Jamie Vardy against Villa be a tough game for Leicester against a very good Villa side at the moment, playing well. Ollie Watkins is scoring goals for Villa. He scored a fantastic goal for Man City, which didn't get talked about, I don't feel, enough. The the corner that there was worked and the way Watkins hit that ball, fantastic goal. And maybe someone to consider in your fancy football sides as well. Very cheap, sort of very similar to Ivan Tony. Cheap, cheap buy, cheap forward, won't cost you a lot. Will play, might get 10, 15 goals a season, which would be nice to top you up in terms of the points side of things. On Monday, uh, you're Arsenal, uh, Villa, uh, Everton against Arsenal. Um, Everton are awful at the moment and um, didn't play well against Liverpool, but it's a, it was a no-win situation with that. Liverpool are so good at the moment. Uh, you just think like a freak result might have kept Everton in that, really, for that game. Um, Arsenal played okay against Man United last night. Arteta was a bit annoyed over concentration. Um, you're looking at Smith-Rowe potentially to, as captain if you've got him in your side. Excuse me, or Ramsdale. Um, I can't see Everton scoring, <laughs> honestly, in this game. So Ramsdale's captain is a nice 14 points because you're going to get a clean sheet bonus. Um, with double points with him as captain, you can't go wrong with 14. So that'd be a lovely little top-up. If you're going to have an Everton player in, you're looking at Damari Gray, scored against Liverpool, looking sharp, looking um, looking like their best player at the moment, really. Um, until Cavett-Lewin comes back, Everton are going to struggle. And um, Everton and Leeds are very similar in that situation, is that Everton need Bamford back and Everton need Cavett-Lewin back. And them two teams would be transformed, really, and they'll be complete, two different sides, completely different sides. So... 
Um, that sums up the weekend's fixtures and players to look out for, really. Um, so let's talk about the top players so far in fantasy football as we do each week. So currently, top of the league of the goalkeepers is Mendy, of course. He's on 92 points. Uh, you had Ramsdale, who's on 84, and Allison on 83. So again, I say, I've said this for a few weeks now. Ramsdale is maybe the best option to have in terms of goalkeepers because I think he's scoring more points on average than Mendy. But the problem with Ramsdale is that with Arsenal, I don't feel the confidence that you do with Mendy. Mendy, you feel Chelsea will keep more clean sheets than Arsenal. Um, the only reason Ramsdale is so high is that he gets safe bonuses and Arsenal can see chances. Um, and Chelsea don't. So Mendy's not getting the safe bonuses necessarily, but at the same time, he's going to keep clean sheets as the season goes on. So I think you'll see that gap get closer, but they'll just almost outdo each other each week. So that Mendy will keep clean sheet and Ramsdale might clean sheet and get a save bonus and just go up through the table, really. Um, of course, look at Addison and look at Edison as the weekends go on as well. But Chelsea just look that little bit more solid at the back. So Mendy is the better option at this moment in time. In terms of defenders, Cancelo's on 116. Uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold on 96. And Virgil van Dijk on 95. That is... That back three is really tough to put in your fancy football side because two players are 10 million plus and you've got a 9.2 million player as well. So um, you've got to have one one of them in there. And of course, if you're going to go with anyone, you go with Cancelo because Man City create more chances with the fullbacks. Granted, Trent Alexander creates chances in terms of free kicks and set pieces. So you've got to weigh up your options. Trent Alexander-Arnold is expensive. But... It's a tricky one with that. You just don't know. For me personally, Cancelo is probably the better option. But Trent Alexander-Arnold is very good as well. In terms of midfield, like I said earlier, Conor Gallagher is still top with 94 points. Rafinha, he didn't play against Spurs and he's on 83. And now Bernardo Silva is coming in to the top three on 77. So again, I've put Bernardo Silva in my sides. Definitely worth a look in. And then in terms of strikers, Mo Salah is top by a mile. Uh, in terms of fantasy football points, generally, the I say the closest player to Salah in terms of points is Cancelo with 116. No one else has broken the 100-point barrier. They will do next as the weekend goes on because you think Liverpool will keep a clean sheet and Conor Gallagher might get a pass for tackle bonus this coming week as well. Um, but And maybe Vardy might score. He's on 91. Um it's so it's it's very odd in terms of midfield. Is that the midfield players that are expensive, like the De Bruyne's, the Fernandez, Pogba's, are not done well this year because they've been injured a lot. Fernandez as well has been dropping, hasn't scored in a while. He's not played well for his standards for the last couple of years. Um, so his point scoring has dropped. Um, I think he might potentially come back into it. Who knows? But. You're looking at that and you're going, well, Gallagher's cheap. All these players are really cheap players. So it's um, very interesting this year to see that. Uh, in terms of third place, in terms of strikers, uh, Emmanuel Dennis from um, Watford is sitting in third on 82. But, of course, you've got to be aware of Mane, Jota are coming, out, coming into this as well, uh, scoring goals. Um, but... 
again, like I said, by the time African Cup of Nations come around, they will drop. So Jota is currently fourth with 79. Mane is fifth with 73. And Michael Antonio with 73. And Ivan Antonio with 73. So definitely keep an eye on that. Okay, right, go through as it's the end of the month. Uh, we're now in December. Let's talk about the top five players of the month. Dennis was top with 29. Uh, Jota second with 28. Timo Puki on 27. So there's a Norwich player in there this week, uh, this month. So shows where Norwich's fortunes have changed. Scored a great goal against Norwich um, Newcastle at the weekend, midweek. Very, very good goal. Him out. Jimenez on 24, so he scored a couple of goals and a couple of assists, so he's had a good month. And I've said about Benteke as well last few weeks, he scored 23 points. He started as a sub against uh, Leeds, but he could have had a goal, should have had a goal, um, but he didn't score. But there we go. So um, that sort of rounds up the pod, really. So I hope you all had a lovely weekend. I hope you have a good, enjoy fancy football. I hope you enjoy your uh, football what you watch or whatever you watch i'm trying to get my words out and it sounds awful um i hope you all have a lovely time and i'll speak to you next friday for more games coming up and more midweek fixtures so i hope you have a lovely weekend enjoy see you soon bye